0: you're listening to the Superman Super Show episode number forty five Superman at the world's Fair howdy welcome to the Superman super Show I'm a host my name is Ed and a thousand miles over there to my left is another host mr. Stephen orr good day to you good day sir so I find myself uh, as as I finished reading these books uh, this evening, so about I don't know hour or so ago in an interesting Superman position oh yeah uh, since Sunday morning until today so that's almost three days right Sunday to Monday Monday Tuesday yeah two and a half to three days I have read Golden Age I have read Bronze Age and I have read modern Superman Ooh. all within that time frame very nice um, so it's it's definitely uh given me an opportunity to very directly compare and contrast yeah the same character in three of i don't know four or eight or however many ages you want to say there are you know um not sure i've ever really read like that that i could at this point so far in my reading career done that with any other character up until now so it's been kind of cool as i have added on to the Superman books that I have read during that time, you know, I'm thinking back about, well, when I read um, World's Finest 252, or when I read uh, Action Comics 1051 this weekend, or, oh, this is Action number 27, and just not necessarily consciously doing it or or doing it to be able to compare like that, but just in my head, being able to remember because it's been that recent, uh, how Superman acted, and uh, maybe how he was drawn, and, and- what he could do and hasn't been able to do yet and it it's it's been an interesting um Superman reading experience for me yeah what did you think of uh action 1051 uh I don't really know that there was enough there really to have a good op- or uh, not a good opinion but a, a like a, like a full opinion um yeah. uh who was was it mentallo or metallo? That is going to be him, the yep. bag in that. He he seems like he's going to be pretty badass. I, I'm kind of looking forward yeah. to that. Um, the okay, I, I don't want to say too much. Have you read it? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um the the John Kent story. Okay, uh, it wasn't bad. I, I guess the Wonder Girl story uh, of the three. I think there were only three in that issue. Uh, is is the one that kind of I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't feel it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, um yeah, they don't give you a whole lot, but it's it was just enough for me to feel fairly excited about the future okay. of these Superman comics. And I haven't read Superman number one yet, because they relaunched, they rebooted, no, I've, but I've, I've read that. I just did you now don't spoil anything for me, but just because I've been hearing great
0: things. Um, Have you did you like it? It it was it was cool because something uh is is happening? That is is really the um the thrust of that story. That okay, it's like well, well, yeah. I mean, he's Superman, so well, yeah, yeah, okay. And I don't know if it's happened before, and I just I haven't read that particular issue story, whatever. But yeah, something the the through thread for that story. I'm like okay, yeah, I I could see that. So yeah. that's what I enjoyed about that story.
1: Yeah, and I'm looking forward to you know since they're no longer. You know they're not doing Superman son of Kal-El mm-hmm. and instead it's it's beca- it's the adventures of Superman mm-hmm. is where he's going he's going to go and I read that he's going to be going in for a storyline is going to be part of the uh, or will be entering the Injustice universe. Yeah, I read that too. Okay. Yeah. Which is Injustice is a game. Right? It, yeah, it? it is. Okay, and uh, I had a I had a buddy that I used to work with that would tell me all the time. He goes, "You got to read Un- Injustice," and I was like, "I'm not going to read a comic book that's about a video game." Yeah. You know, that just that's stupid. And I think it, I think it was available on Hoopla or Comixology Unlimited. I can't okay. remember, so I gave it a shot, and oh my god, it was. So, I mean, it's Tom Taylor; he wrote all right. of it, and it is so good. The art, eh, every once in a while, Bruno Redondo who's on Nightwing with uh, Tom Taylor, he, he, he does a number, he, he does a lot of it, but not a, not enough that, you know, it's, it, but it was, it's, it just blew my mind how good it was. It just, and it, and I just chalk it up to Tom Taylor's writing. Cause again, it's in a, you know, I, I, I say it all the time. It's in a, and it's in its own universe, right? There are and really no rules. You can right. kill off whoever you, Do whatever you off. want to kill off. And yeah. so, yeah, you, you feel, more of a you know the the tension there you don't know who's you know what's going to happen right which right. i i enjoy and and when something does you know like let's say for example i'm gonna i'm gonna pick a random character because i don't think they killed this person in injustice but let's say for example they kill uh hal jordan in the comics do you know you're like all right well okay but now we'll just wait to see how he comes back all right yeah he'll you he'll know be back yeah yeah, it, you don't feel that way when you're like reading like a deceased or uh, or an yeah. injustice or okay, something like yeah. that.
0: You're just like, ah, damn, they killed him. I liked him. You right, know? yeah. Yep. So well, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I remember reading that they were going to going to make that now a an an actual alternate universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to ours like they're doing with all these other alt universes. Yeah, Doug. I was I was I, I, was, I, I really I, did enjoy Superman and and I not to be mean, but I'm not the biggest Superman fan. So they, they have to (laughs) do a little bit extra to, you know, because I haven't read Superman all my life. It's, it's, you know, yeah. so to, to really for me to say, yeah, I enjoyed it. It, it's got to be something different. Um, as I approach my 300th issue read for this year so far in my, in my count. So it's like, yeah, they, they got a little work to do.
1: I can I can see the podcasting news headline now. Famous Superman podcaster isn't That's, a big fan of right. Superman. Doesn't like <laughs> Superman.
0: Yeah. Okay. That that'll so, uh, that'll be my Senate pitch when I when I run for Senate. Uh, Superman fan doesn't like Superman. It's yeah. Okay. They'll,
1: they'll they'll be asking you that. You know. So is it true that you hosted a Superman <laughs> podcast, but you don't like Superman? Uh, I have no recollection I, of those events I, I I do not recall that as you stated. I didn't inhale. is that a can can I answer with that yeah do you uh do you mind if i uh, if I sell myself no go for, ahead for, for a moment uh you and I had talked about this a week ago, maybe, but um, I have been planning this uh podcast because you know that's what I need another podcast okay. but One of the things that because I'm doing this and because I've been doing um, the death of Superman over on J.A.F. presents, which is is on a hiatus right now. But that's only because there were there are no books being or there were no books being released in 93 at this time. They literally took like a month off. And because they're they they would have been rebooting everything at this point with the new Superman. But. It's got me, you know, interested in, in reading, uh, finishing the John Byrne run, which I never finished, and then just continuing on through, uh, you know, post-crisis Superman. And so I'd been planning on starting this podcast called uh, Superman or Else, going through all the issues, one at a time, one episode at a time. And uh, I kind of had this idea. I thought, well, what if I just release those on the Superman super show feed? Since we already have regular episodes dropping every Monday, I'm not going to feel the pressure to try to get one of these episodes out every single week. I can just, you know, if I want to put an episode out one one. week, I can. Yeah. So now I will say that I, as of the time that we're recording this, which is February 28, I have two episodes right now recorded. Um, by the time this episode that we're recording right now, it'll release on March 13th, that week, Friday, the 17th, I'll put up that first episode of Superman or else. And it's, I, I'm, I'm not going to give it its own feed. Um, I'm just going to, there, there, it's going to be part of the Superman super show family. It, it will have its own website, but beyond that, it's just going to be like, uh, Extra fun episodes for people who, who, who are enjoying this show. More Superman so, books. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, cool. yep. I think uh, as far as the notes that I have taken for my banter, <laughs> I think I'm bantered out.
0: All right. Well, then we will move on. Today, we're going to be looking at Superman at the World's Fair, which appeared in New York World's Fair comics. Um, I don't even know if this has a number two on it, it but it's considered number two. Yeah, it doesn't. But yeah, because the both of these came out. Well, both of these one and two, I should say, within like what a year or like maybe thirteen, fourteen months of each other. I mean, they were. Yeah, I think so. kind of just put out there. Yep. Um, now this one I, I read had a kind of a little. Um, it's it's kind of caught up in some uh, some mythology, let's say, or some hmm. Uh, is that really what happened? Uh, turns out that there was, there there is a credible source, and if I can get to it, I will tell you what that source is, but I probably goobered that up. Somebody's, or it's at the top, somebody's book, um, Storytelling in the Borderlines of Science Fiction. This came out in 2014. And the authors there indicate that this issue of World's Fair Comics was on sale for one day uh wow. which was superman day at the world's fair and oh, and that cool. was all but uh there is a, a the the house ad uh that is in detective comics number 43 says that this has an on sale date of august 2nd oh. so the superman day was july 3rd but it says it's an on sale date of august 2nd so that's something you know going on there that those are the, the two competing days uh, and and competing concepts even available one day on sale starting yeah. so when
1: well, mike's amazing world has a even completely different date
0: a different date okay yeah i was yeah i see i'll I'll get to that here then uh so yeah I, I read that that's on the grand comics database entry for the for the issue nice um Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh Mike says May 11th. So we have a May, a July, and an August. If if you have an in-house
1: ad that gives a date, that's what I would go. With. Uh I would have unless to, they delayed it or something, but that's what I'd go with.
0: Well, I'd I'd have to think that that was accurate because they're going to yeah. right? They're going to know when they put out the you know, so Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh so let's see. We've got uh, it's written uh, the the Superman story. Now, there's like um, – this is a 100-page book and there's like 10, yeah. 10-ish stories. And it's like Our Man, Johnny Thunder, um, Sandman. I mean, it's got some uh, – Batman and Robin. It's got some of DC's biggies right now all crammed into yeah. this one book. Even though all of these characters weren't necessarily together in the same books across DC's yeah. line. Uh, it, it's definitely – they cherry-picked from two or three of their titles and put them all in this. Probably the most popular characters put them in this. Uh, Slam Bradley has, uh, has a story in here. So, this Superman story was written for us by Jerry Siegel with art by Jack Burnley. Now, let's see. Is there something that comes to mind about Jack Burnley? And that is no. It's another issue that... Okay. So, from Mike's Amazing World of Comics, here's what happened in this story. Clark and Lois are sent to the New York World's Fair to find new stories for the Daily Planet. While at the fair, Clark recognizes notorious international jewel thief Blackie Sarto. Good name. Lois begins following the thief. She's spotted and kidnapped. When Clark notices Lois is missing, he tracks down the crooks. Sarto has stolen the Madras Emerald, which was to be displayed at the fair. Superman apprehends Sarto's gang, recovers the Emerald, and then rescues Lois. Superman finally presents the Emerald to the fair, which they're, they're – okay. I will say, this, this is the shortest of the three stories that we read for tonight. But to yeah. me, it took me the longest to read this story for some reason. And and Agreed. it also felt that it was longer than – and, and I don't know why that is. I don't know if it was me. I, I can't say that there was like – that I, I had a problem with the story or the art or whatever. I mean, it just – It seemed very typical of the Golden Age stories that we have been reading. I don't know what went on, but I was like, yeah, man, that was like 25, 26 pages. Then when I was writing everything up, I was like, 10 pages? No way. (laughs) But yeah, it was – Yeah. Um, And and this uh, this synopsis is – which is the point I was moving towards rather slowly – is pretty accurate for what felt like a long story was 10 pages – um. sometimes the, they'll leave out things or they'll <laughs> stretch things out a lot more than they actually were. They, but this was, this was pretty succinct and, and pretty accurate to what happened in the story. I thought.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's see. I, uh I think the first thing that strikes me about this story is the art. I think the art was amazing mm-hmm. compared to what we've been seeing in a Superman book. And uh, I wish this guy would, would, become a regular on action or on Superman, because really, I mean, yeah, it's golden age art. It is, but it's more of like, uh, you know, it's kind of like saying, uh, eh, CC Beck was just a golden age artist right. and, you know, CC C. Right. Beck was, was phenomenal. And, and this is, this is great stuff. I really enjoyed this.
0: The, um, if, if they didn't, which I, I guess they, they did, it looks like, um, they they must have gone through and really worked on the coloring uh, for this because I think it really not the uh, saturation. Uh, I think the colors are oversaturated in these editions. I've I've said that before. Yeah, but the the choices for the colors seem to be a, a lot more than just the um. Well, what would there have been for? four colors then, or maybe they were up to eight by now uh, for printing. I'm, I'm not sure, but it, it seemed like there were more colors than usual. So I don't know if that is yeah a change then, or if that's what they did when they cleaned it up to put it in this volume of, of Superman in the golden age. But uh, the, the color really struck me.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I would, I would have to assume that it's while they obviously they, they would have touched up the color because they I mean, some of the other stories, they don't, you know, they they didn't really seem to spend a lot of time trying to make those look Mm-mm. good for this collection. So, I I don't know. I think the colors are may have been what they had, what they were using back then. They just, you know, it looks a lot prettier because it's it's more modern. Yeah, there,
0: there's not as much examples of bleed over, or um, you know, I don't know. Maybe the the because this is a, a different artist. Maybe he was a better inker than what we've been having and that inking allowed them Maybe. to separate the colors a lot better or something like yeah. that but uh, a lot less bleed over um a, a lot more uh distinct separation a lot more definition where he wanted definition now it's not like you know Jim Lee John Byrne quality definition but it is you yeah. know it is more than a lot of other places um also for anybody that's listening if you've never read the DC book All-Star Squadron This um, leftover from the World's Fair uh, here in the first panel, the sphere and the big pyramid thing—it's got a name. I I forget what it's called. But after the World's Fair, the headquarters of the All Star Squadron is in that. That's where their headquarters are. Is the the Trimble from the World's Fair? Whatever it's called, these two um, shapes together. So as soon as I saw that, I was like. Okay, we're going to see like Hawkman fly out of the top, or somebody come running out the street level, or you know, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm used to seeing when when you read All Star Squadron.
1: You know, as I'm as I'm looking this over a bit more, I I feel like I have to uh, take back what I said about them using the same colors that they originally used because now that I'm really looking at it, there's I mean, just look at that first panel there on the first page. Look at the clouds. Mm-hmm. There, there's just some subtle things going on with the colors that. I mean, I don't know if they could do that back then. Um, his, his the the chief editor Taylor. He's got like a, a blue, uh, almost like an airbrushed outline on his sleeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the airplane on the next yeah. page is like yellow and red and green. And those again, you got like blue and pink in the clouds around it. That I don't know a lot about coloring, but I you know so to say I whether or not they could have done that kind of technique back then i don't know but yeah i would like to see the you know it would be nice if um is the batman story collected um somewhere probably in the batman in the
0: golden age book yeah we'll have to look that up at some point to see how it looks you know wearing my vintage superman under look Dog, my wife is the only one that gets to see my underoos, man. That's, you know, that that's an agreement we made several years ago. You know, it has to do with this here. So it's, yeah, sorry. Are you seeing a comment that I can't yes, see? Yes, from Hyper Potato. He said, I was hoping Ed would be doing hmm. the show wearing his vintage Superman underoos. And he's got the little TM up there, too. Huh. I can't see that for some Uh-oh. reason. I see it.
1: My, uh, my, my last comment is Doug's saying that that sounds really
0: cool. Yep. That, that was the that's the comment I have right above that, huh, well, that sucks for me, but yeah uh, yeah we'll we'll take a look and see what the, now I mean that still won't necessarily be definitive yeah. because we don't know necessarily that how Batman was colored because we haven't been reading his stuff, so it, it you know right. it's it's like comparing apples to like maybe Asian apples or some you know I mean you don't know that it's a direct. Okay, and I'm not sl- uh, slamming on my Asian brothers and sisters out there, so don't don't anybody think that. But be-
1: because of the the art, because of this, you know, we have this different guy doing the art and because of the the way that it's colored here for this collection anyway, the entire time I'm reading this story, my my main thought was they really must have believed in this issue cuz it looks like they pulled out all the mm-hmm. stops to make this world's fair comic, you know, Better than anything else that they've been putting out. Right. It, yeah. Know? So yeah. again, I we don't know if that's
0: true or not, but and uh, that's the thought it, it it gave me. Let me look at this cover. Is there a? Pr- I wonder. Yeah, there is a price. Okay. I was gonna say I wonder if they gave this out, but no, there's a price on there, so they sold it at some point. I don't know if they sold it at the World's yeah. Fair or they sold it in August, whenever it was supposed to go on set, whatever. But because I
1: yeah, and the cover is fairly. You know, the colors are flat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like so, like everything has been up until now. It's just like, yeah. um, you know, color this, this color, and inside these lines color that color and yeah. Uh what do they call that when some block no not block. What do they do to the colors? Somebody does to the colors before the final colors are up. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. Yeah. See I knew you'd know. Yeah, I used to do that. I okay. I didn't or I don't think I knew that, but um it the story is just is is pretty standard. Um I don't know. There's a reference here to something that we haven't read of Superman's exploits, and that was kind of different. I think that might have been the first time that that came up here, where he said, um, telling Lois how he recognizes the jewel, jewel thief. Excuse me. He said, "This bird is a continental crook who isn't known over here." Four years ago in London, I covered a crime in which he was a suspect. He was released because of lack of evidence. So Clark. Has been Superman, or excuse me, has been uh, working at the Daily Planet longer than we have read his exploits. Yeah. Even though we saw when he first started there, so it's like, um, I, you know, your your time is timey wimey, wobbly, flobly, whatever. You know, it's so that kind of stuck out to me. Uh,
1: One thing that that uh, another thing that really stuck out for me is when I mean, for, first off, for a for for a book that's set at the world's fair, they don't spend, it felt like they don't spend a lot of time at the world's fair. Um, and it, and it actually, it seems to take, what is this? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, five, five pages. It's at the bottom of page five before we even see him change into his Superman outfit. But look at that page six. He, he, he puts on that Superman outfit. He leaps into the air. And what is he saying? Up, up, and that's just, it's like, are you going to finish that thought, Superman? Because that's pretty close to a saying that you're famous for. And, and
0: yeah, it just stops there. The next panel is not even on Superman. So it's like, oh, so yeah. so there is the start of that. And and that, that same panel, you can't tell me he's not flying. Right. I mean,
1: come on, people. So I'm glad you brought that up because I thought the same thing there. You know, in this story, there are a couple of moments where I felt, all right this artist didn't know that Superman can't right. fly. Right. Um, and I looked it up again. Cause I remember we talked about it early on about the first time that Superman flew. And mm-hmm. I'd read this article, how it all came from the Fleischer cartoons. Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody I think commented that actually he first flew in the radio program. And, and so I looked it up again last night and the, uh, the column that i used to read all the time over on uh, cbr comic book legends mm-hmm. um yeah. that's the guy that had originally that i read that it all came started with the fleischer cartoons mm-hmm. well he has updated that since it's like a well he updated it in 2016 to say that while yes um the the reason that superman began to fly in the fleischer cartoons is because they didn't want to draw him jumping anymore. Oh. It was too much okay. work where they could just draw him in a flying position and then move the cell, you oh, know, sure, the yeah. camera, that yeah. kind of thing. But it, it, it did, um, verify that. Yeah. It's like the first time in any kind of media that Superman flew was in the radio show.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I, I have a question. How how would you, you prove that Th- there is no visual? So how, how are you well, going to say- there's
1: a, there's a, it, it talks about that. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. So I, I mean, can just, unless
0: somebody says, well, I mean, you can't go with the up in the sky because he could still be jumping. So
1: it, what it says is uh, in the very second episode of the adventure of Superman radio show in February of 1940, the episode was Clark Kent reporter. It says that the episode opens stating that he is hovering in the sky. And the whole up in the sky, look—it's a bird, yeah, it's a
0: plane, it's Superman—that comes from the radio show as yeah. well. Well, that, that somebody saying that definitely doesn't mean anything, you know, because if he's jumping and he's he's going from one side to the other because he left, it would appear as though if all we saw was him in the air that he was flying to us from our perspective. That's yeah.
1: yeah. Well, but this. The, this makes me think that I, again. I haven't listened to right. the episode, so I don't know. Maybe uh, uh radio. Oh,
0: now I can see Hyper Potato's okay. comments. But <laughs> that, that's um, older than me too, Hyper.
1: You know, no. maybe maybe if anybody has listened to that episode before, they can they can help help clarify. But the way I read that is that not that he appears to be hovering, but he's like just basically levitating, uh, just hanging there in the air, reading a book or something. Okay. You know, doing his nails. Okay. But um, it continued. They 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 then continue to say that the first time that he and I'm going to use air quotes here flies in the comics is going to be is going to end up being I think it was Superman issue number ten, and that turned out to be uh, more of a mistake. <laughs> it's seriously it one of those occasions where the artist didn't realize that he okay. couldn't fly, and whereas we're we're seeing stuff now where it's like that looks like he's flying. They put these pages up on this website and it's there's it's not even like he could be jumping he could be no, he's <laughs> flying. He is straight up flying and he's not supposed to be. And uh yeah. so that's so that's supposed to be the first comic appearance of him flying. But then I read another article that talks about some magazine that came out in England I torch i think that i think it was called that has um superman on the cover from like late 39 maybe i can't remember exactly when but it's he is in that almost that classic pose where you know he's flying with mm-hmm. the one fist out in front of the other and apparently that was another situation where the artist who put didn't the know. the the magazine cover together didn't know that superman couldn't fly and so some people say that's the first instance of him ever flying is just this this cover of a magazine. But um, I was kind of sad, though, to know that we've got to wait till
0: issue 10 of that's, Superman before he technically that, starts flying. That could flying. be close to as many episodes as we've already done, you know? Yeah. Yep. Because what? Four? We just talked about issue four, right? Five, six, seven, eight, nine. So that's five Supermans at at least four stories a piece that's 20 episodes with probably yeah. <laughs> two four six either eight or ten action comics in there and then before that happens I believe world's finest may may start up and we start getting a monthly world's finest strip also oh so boy. but just one uh, yeah. at, at first for a while and it's just a world's finest what actually uh world's finest is the second issue on the first issue they called world's best or something like that. So, yeah, world's yeah. best comics. The
1: the the article does say when it talks about the uh the radio show that when it came to uh what superman could do, um, his backstory, Clark Kent's all that compared to the comics, the radio show just really didn't give a crap what was going no, on in the comics. I, they changed a lot I of see stuff. And it, uh, it says that in the radio show uh Clark Kent uh came to earth already a full grown male oh, you know okay. stuff like that that they changed so yeah uh i i did rather enjoy this story it it, it was it, it it was fairly standard i wonder if one of the reasons why it felt like it was a longer story was because it wasn't as hyperactive as some of the others okay. he's not like he didn't do like 19 different things in one story where he's He's over here on this side of the city doing this, and then mm-hmm. he has to fly out go and get that guy and blah 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 and back and forth I mean it's just simply look, I know that guy he's a he's a crook, and the guy goes and rob you know gets the jewel and then Superman gets it back i mean really, like you said, that synopsis it's a very short synopsis, and it's very uh-huh. accurate and what happens in the book it's there's it's, there's not much to the story, but uh, there was still a lot the, to read
0: the story you know itself seemed a lot more um Focused, uh, not not necessarily focused, but just a single mm-hmm. track. Uh, the story was this yeah. one element. It didn't bring in these other branching elements, and and you go off like you said to see him deal with this that's related, uh, deal with that that's related. This person comes in who wants a piece of the cut, and you know it's like no, it was all jewel thief dude yep. stealing the jewel of um, uh, Lois getting in trouble. Of course, um, she. They yeah like they, always, they they yeah. got a Fridger, uh not to the ultimate extent but that's you know that's <laughs> yeah. what uh, seems like that was the only reason females were in uh, stories at the beginning was so that they could be the impetus oh, yeah. for the heroic male to whatever rescue or stop somebody or interact with the bad guys or whatever they're doing so but yeah I I did enjoy it um. I, you don't think we enjoyed it because it was only 10 pages, do you? <laughs> you know, I think I think one of the things
1: that really lent to my enjoyment was the art. Okay. It just looked so much better than a lot. It just, it was the, the whole yes. package. It was just put together much better than than most of the other stories right. we've read just, so far. Just forth. a better product, it seems. Yeah. Um. So on this page here... I think it's page nine. He's carrying the car. Okay. Yeah. Is this the first time we see a a sound effect? Because uh, he's he he's smacking
0: somebody and it says sock. I yeah, I <laughs> think so. More like I don't know um, yet. Yeah, no, I can't I can't say that. I was thinking more like the Batman TV show, but that's twenty years from now, twenty five yeah. years from now. Right. I don't think I've been reading along with a a Batman Golden Age show, uh, another podcast. And I don't think that those stories that I've been reading there really do that. Um, yeah. Showing it or the onomatopoeia or wh- whatever you, however you want to classify this kind of thing. But it, that really, it stood out to me. I'm like,
1: I thought, I don't know that we've come across something like this so far in these Superman do, stories. Do you think
0: they added that for this? Look at Ooh, the coloring. I don't know why they, I don't would. know. but look at the coloring. It's it's got that yeah. layered kind of color blended. The the action lines here have that color that you pointed. Yeah. You oh man, I hope they didn't like add that. No, I I I hope they didn't either.
1: That just seems like a dumb. I'm, I'm thing not to even do. sure why I
0: suggested that. That 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 hurts to to think that that
1: it. But it does look out of place.
0: Kind of yeah, and we haven't seen it anywhere else before now too. So I mean yeah. Uh,
1: we also have on page one, two, three, four, Lois with a thought balloon. Everything up to this point has been in a regular balloon with like parentheses yes. around what they've been saying, and and actually as we get to these action comics after this, they go back mm-hmm. to that parentheses thing. So, is that an artist? You know, is that an artist choice? I, I don't I, know. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm not sure. So, but that's. That stood out to Where me we're as well. seeing some some new conventions that didn't necessarily take hold but this would be the first yeah. place that they did it if you're if you're tracking, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah. yeah, that's true. I didn't even realize reading it that those were thought bubbles. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which is funny because I think to a large extent they've kind of gotten away from that in a lot of modern comics too. You don't see thought oh, bubbles yeah. hardly at all. It's all spoken in the seventies and eighties books that I read, they think all over the fricking place. I mean, it's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now it's the, the thought
1: bubble basically, uh, in the modern age has been replaced with the Mm -hmm. narration box. They both do the same thing. Uh, the narration box for, I guess for, for us modern readers feels more true, more real, more true to life than them narrating what they're doing in their head. (laughs) You know, it feels more like they're telling us, you Know
0: what happened a couple and of times, and I guess ago. that's more like you would see in the movies or in TV that you don't, the, 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 no. the characters don't think in those mediums. No. So, either no, but I'd like I'd to see to be- that
1: <laughs> as they
0: as,
1: as two guys are battling, you can hear yeah. their thoughts. I'll jump over him and hit him on top of the head. Wow, that really hurt. Great.
0: I need to hit him harder, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Wow, well,
0: somebody needs to do that. Make that be like, um. Like a a foreign movie voiceover, almost <laughs> you'd have that. Yeah is is it live or is it dubbed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: that'd be fun.
0: Um, okay, I think I'm I'm done with any thoughts for that particular issue. Yeah,
1: um, <clears throat> let me just do a quick skim. There, I mean i I like the 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 bad guys. You know, international jewel thieves. They uh. Everything about this, except for the fact that Superman is part of it, is really quite normal it's It's very conventional you know they they to take out the armored car they come in with gas masks and use you know gas grenades basically and instead of some weird thing, Luther would right. probably do some weird magnetic green laser beam thing and but yeah it's there, there's nothing that really makes this story uh, stand out, other than the art over <laughs> over right. anything yeah. else. You know, I agree. It's very it's a very conventional story, and yet I, I want to I, I I'll have to look up this artist because I want to see more from him. But yeah, otherwise,
0: yeah, who was done. it? Jack Burnley. So Jack Burnley. You can probably go to the Grand Comics Database and get a nice big listing of all his stuff. Yeah. righty, guys. Um, I think we have run out of uh, poignant things to say about this issue. So we do want to thank you for listening. And until next week, I'm Ed. That's Steven. And this was the Superman Super Show. Ciao. Bye.
1: You've been listening to the Superman Super Show. Questions and comments can be directed to the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter under the handle at Supes Super show, That's at S-U-P-S Super Show. And continue the conversation at the Super Show Forum at forums.justanotherfanboy.com. We also encourage you to rate the show wherever available and share this podcast with a friend. All links will be in the show notes.
0: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. Oh, ear itches. Ah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, then, Doug, are you ready? Wait that three minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, by the time he responds, he may not be anymore. <laughs> I mean, Halfway or, through the episode. But by the time we get his response, I should say. Not. Right, right. It's not that he's slow in <laughs> Yeah, responding. he's not delaying. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the
0: it's freaking internet.
1: We, I just, let's just quit podcasting altogether. I'm just so angry about that delay. The the internet sucks. Yeah. Yep, Doug says he's ready to go. Okay, Doug's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm as Ed, I think, was born ready. Well, no, but a couple of days after. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, it didn't take me long. All right. Whenever you want to go.